all you need is a passport and a credit card and and that's it and once you do it and you travel 8,000 miles away and you come back and you know that you've done it all on your own that type of confidence is invaluable and it's by definition turns you into a leader and more so when you're trying to plan trips with your Welcome to Solo Travel with Darren, the podcast dedicated to giving you tips on international travel if you're going to be traveling solo. This podcast is from the perspective of an adult male who's not interested in family travel, not interested in budget travel, and these are all the tips and advice and things that I wish that I knew before I traveled overseas and all the information that I could not find on the internet uh, when I was planning various trips. So if you're interested in international travel, then listen up. Thank you. And hello, welcome to episode number 10. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the advantages of traveling solo. And since we made it to the 10th episode, I want to thank you for listening and downloading these uh, different episodes. Um, at first, I didn't think there'd be more than two people downloading it, but it seems like we got over 100 so far in about a week. So I want to thank you. And if you keep listening, um, you'll get more helpful information on traveling overseas uh, solo. So in this lesson, like in this episode, like I said, we're going to be talking about the advantages of solo travel. The first advantage and the number one advantage is that if you're an introvert, Normally, when you travel by yourself, you will turn into an extrovert or you'll be more more extroverted than you normally are. And the reason is when you get there solo, you're one, you're by yourself. And so you are more you want to talk to people and you you need more help. Obviously, you need to you may need to ask for directions. You may need to ask where the metro is. Um, you may need to ask what's good. All those things you do when you're by yourself. And also, on the flip side, you when you're by yourself, if you're at lunch or you're in a coffee shop or you're just touring somewhere, people will talk to you. They'll initiate conversation with you when you're solo. They won't do that when you're with somebody else. They surely won't do that with if you're with your wife or your girlfriend because they don't want to intrude or anything like that. Also one of the advantages that you can you can do things or you can talk to people or you can do all the things that you wouldn't normally do at home because you don't have the spotlight effect you don't have people watching you and so you're more your inhibitions are gone and you do again you take more risk at some level and you just have a different experience when you are solo traveling solo um and then finally, well, not finally, but as part of being more of an extrovert, you can, you instead of going on your phone and looking at MapQuest or looking at TripAdvisor to find out where something is or if a restaurant's good, you can just ask the locals, which is always a better thing to do, is ask them where they like to go and what they suggest. And also, and also same with dating. I mean, if you want to meet a girl overseas, instead of taking out your phone and swiping right on Tinder, 
Uh, you can just talk to somebody in the street. And again, when you're overseas, you seem to do that more than you do at home. By the way, one of the best pickup lines in the world is, um, do you speak English? The advantage number two for solo traveling is it builds confidence. And I don't know if I've seen this written anywhere that this is an advantage of solo travel, but it definitely is. When you have the ability to make something out of nothing, it breeds the confidence in you that's better than anything else in the world. Um, Once you book a trip with the, all you need is a passport and a credit card and and that's it. And once you do it and you travel 8,000 miles away and you come back and you know that you've done it all on your own, that type of confidence is invaluable. And it's by definition turns you into a leader. And more so when you're trying to plan trips with your friends or whoever and your friends start backing out of the trips and they don't want to go or they can't go because of work and all that. Everybody knows that you will go no matter what because you are you're going to do you're going to do what you want. And it's that confidence that you're not faking. It's just that this is your real life. And even when you're at home, too, when you're dating and all that, when you're dealing with women, it's the same thing. It's like they know that you're going to do what you want to do. And there's no question of whether or not you're faking your confidence or you're faking your what's called frame. And everybody knows that girls like uh, confident guys. So that helps, too. The third advantage to traveling solo is there's no drama. There's no fighting with anybody there's no yelling at anybody there's no getting on each other's nerves at all Uh, and the reason why I say this because after traveling for 20 years some of the worst fights and arguments and yelling and screaming matches I've seen have been in airports or waiting for buses or things like that between uh, husband and wife and obviously these people you know this is probably their worst time and there's probably great times being married and all that stuff but what I've seen in these situations, these people are yelling at each other like they're bitter enemies and it's they're treating each other like they wouldn't treat their worst their worst enemies, but they're supposedly together on their trip of a lifetime. It just makes no sense. So anyways, when you travel solo, you don't have to deal with that uh, drama. The fourth reason, uh, the fourth advantage of solo travel, is what's probably the most obvious one when you're traveling is that you do what you want. And that starts at the very beginning. You decide where you want to travel to. You might have a destination that you want to go to, whereas your friends may want to go somewhere different. And you don't have to compromise. You go wherever you want to, and that's that. The second thing similar to that is even when you decide where to go, you're going to have to worry about money and buying things. And some people want to spend a lot of money on a hotel. Some people want to stay in a $12 hostel. Some people want to eat out at five-star restaurants every night. Some people want to eat at McDonald's. So when you're by yourself, you don't have to make those concessions or uh, get out your comfort zone. And then also with the same thing as do what you want, you can change your plans whenever you want to also. So if you get somewhere and you don't don't like it, you can leave early if you want to. 
if you get somewhere and you love it and you can stay longer than you plan to if you want to. Again, it's you are making those own decisions on your own. And so that's an advantage. And again, that's probably the most obvious advantage when it comes to solo travel. The fifth advantage to solo travel is once you come home, you are changed. And this is, you know, frankly, this is a advantage to anybody who travels solo or not. When you do come back, you are a different person. And you're a different person in the sense that you come back with the memories and all the people that you've met um, when you were gone, especially with Instagram these days and social media these days. You have all new friends and you understand how people live and how people think and what their their outlook is in the world. And you have more sympathy for what they go through. And so then when you see news accounts on the on the news about what's happening somewhere, you know what it's like for those people and because you have friends now who live there every day. And so travel definitely makes you more sympathetic to everybody and makes you um, put yourself in other people's shoes. And then the sixth advantage to traveling solo is that when you're there, you are more present. And so if you ha- ever have any problems with depression or anxiety when you're at home, if you're always thinking about the past or you're always thinking about the future, but you're never thinking about the present where you're at, once you travel and once you land somewhere by yourself, you are, you're senses are heightened and you are aware of everything around you. You're very alert and you're present. You're right in the present here and now. And the advantage of traveling by yourself is that you have to be that way. You have to be alert to kind of what's going on around you. Whereas when you're traveling with somebody else, you can sort of just basically get back into your regular life back at home. You sit across from each other at lunch and you guys talk about whatever you talk about back back at home. But when you are traveling solo, you don't have that. You you don't do that, and so you're morally you're more hyper aware of your your present surrounding. And so those six are the, those are the six advantages I've seen from traveling for twenty years. I'm sure there's more, but those are the big ones. And I'll just emphasize again that the number one, as far as I'm concerned the number one advantage is that it just makes you a more confident person in the sense that you're going to just do what you want and everybody knows you're going to do what you want. And so they know that you're not faking it and they, you know, they, they treat you accordingly. So anyway, so that's it for episode number 10. Again, I want to thank you for listening to this episode and all the, all the other 10 episodes. Um, as always, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the comments section of my website, darrenstravels.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes. And again, I just want to thank you for listening. Thanks.